Hello, and welcome back to the Adventures in Marketing podcast. My name is Gwen Montoya. I'm your host. I'm a marketing strategist, and I use this podcast to share information and resources and things I think small business owners need to know to help them improve their marketing. In today's episode, I want to talk about Clubhouse. Now, depending on your circles, you are either going to be saying, I've never heard of Clubhouse, or I know about Clubhouse, but I don't have an iPhone, and so I'm missing out right now, or I've been in Clubhouse and I really like it. Those, those are usually the three responses that I hear when I talk about Clubhouse. So if you are new to Clubhouse and you've never heard of it, it is a new audio-only app, and it's so new, I think that it only debuted earlier in 2020, like around the spring of 2020, I think. It is audio-only, and when I say audio-only, I really mean it. There's not even a messaging system within the app itself. Your profile is your profile, and unlike Instagram, there doesn't seem to be a limit on how long it can be, which is really nice because you can really showcase what you do and really let people know more about you. You can link to your Twitter and you can link to your Instagram, and that's it in Clubhouse. There is no direct message. So a lot of times, in order to connect with somebody, you actually have to go to their Instagram to send a direct message or to their Twitter to connect with them. So it's a really interesting app. And I think the fact that it's coming out in 2020, well, now 2021, but I think what makes it so interesting is that it is audio only. And so instead of reading, right, like we normally do, like we do on Facebook, like we do on Instagram, like we do on Twitter, we're actually hearing voices. And I've heard it described as an interactive podcast, but that's really not how I'm seeing people use it. Because to me, an interactive podcast is something where, you know, a couple of people are talking and, you know, maybe one person gets to have a question answered or something like that. But what I'm seeing in Clubhouse is these really interesting conversations where people from the audience are brought up on the virtual stage to speak. And it sounds really scary, but it's really not. And they can ask questions. They can engage with the speakers. It's really an interesting app. And so I think with everybody being home, everybody, you know, only hearing the same voices that they hear, you know, every day, there's no chance for that kind of, you know, bumping into somebody having that conversation at like a water cooler or at a coffee shop or, you know, in between networking conversations. So Clubhouse is this really interesting niche that it is filling for connecting people in an, in an audio kind of way. And I think it's just so refreshing and so almost reassuring to hear other voices, which sounds a little bit weird, but it's completely fascinating and it's actually a lot of fun. So the way that it works is you have to have an iPhone. That's the first thing. The second thing is that somebody who is already on the app has to invite you. And that sounds very exclusive. It's some of some people I know are sort of turned off by that level of like you have to know somebody to get in. But the reason they're doing it right now is that it's actually in beta mode. So it's just for iPhone while they work out the kinks. I have heard that it will be coming to Android in the next couple of months. I've heard anywhere from March to six months from now. We really don't know when it's coming to Android. But once you have an account, and even if you have an Android and you're not on it, if you think you want to be on it, I'm really going to recommend that you go ahead and reserve your name, even if you can't actually get on Clubhouse yet, because that username, obviously, we know is very important. And so 
whatever your business is or whatever your real name is, we kind of probably want that same name on Clubhouse. So go ahead and reserve that. Once somebody that you know is on Clubhouse and they have invited you and you have an iPhone, then you get a little text message that welcomes you to join Clubhouse. When you do, you set up your profile. Um, you set up your links, right? Your Instagram and your Twitter links, like I mentioned. One thing that I really like about the profile option is that it is so much room to really show off what you can do. So don't be shy about, about talking about what you do in your profile, but it's also incredibly easy to change your profile. So one thing that I have seen for people who maybe like me, who have you know a couple of different businesses or a couple of different focuses, they actually have different profiles that they use to go into different rooms with. And I will get to rooms. I'm not leaving anybody in the dust here. So once you have your profile set up, the next thing you get to explore is rooms. And this is kind of like the conversations, right? And they are often set up at, under topics that you can browse um, in, they call it the hallway. It's kind of like the main area where everybody can see, you know, everything that's going on. So you can click on a room from the hallway and then you're taken into a room and you see the speakers and the speakers are at the top and those are the ones who can speak, which at first, when I first heard about Clubhouse, all I could think of is like everybody speaking over each other, like some sort of like Zoom room gone mad. But it's actually very organized. At least the ones that I've been in have been very organized and the speakers have been, for the most part, very respectful of other speakers. So at the top of the screen, you'll see the speakers. Underneath the moderator's names, you'll see a little green, like little star icon. Those are the moderators. Those are the people who can invite people up onto stage and they can put people back in the audience. So once you're in a room, you can listen. And I really, I really suggest before you um, start hosting rooms, even though that's a really cool thing to do, and I will talk about that in a minute, before you even get up on stage, even though you might really have something to say, I really recommend that you spend a couple of hours just listening to different rooms, seeing how it works, playing with the buttons. Um, I think that's a really good way to sort of introduce yourself to the app. And there are, there's not a lot that you can do within Clubhouse as far as buttons go. There's, it's, it's fairly intuitive and the things that aren't intuitive, you figure out pretty fast. One of the things that trips people up a lot of times when they first join is there is a little hand-waving option at the bottom of the screen when you're in a room. And a lot of people think that means to wave or to say hi. And what that actually means is to raise your hand and go up on the stage. So in, unless you're ready, maybe don't raise your hand quite yet. And once you're on the stage, I think it's important to be aware that the first, when you first go up, your mic is hot. So be prepared as soon as you are invited up on stage to mute yourself because otherwise everybody can hear you. And I was shocked at how sensitive the microphones are. I, the first, one of the first rooms I was in, I was listening and I was invited up on stage and I was like, this is cool. This is great. And I was just like moving papers around on my desk and I made like an, an, a panel of like 10 people go quiet because they thought I was talking and it was really just me moving papers on my desk. So I like hit the mute button and you survive, right? Like you do embarrassing things and you survive and it's fine. But just be aware that your mic is hot as soon as you go up. The other thing you can do too once you're done speaking is if you do a long press on your face, um, which is your little profile, you can go back into the audience. So don't feel like just because you have a question or you go up on stage that you are then stuck there forever. You're really not. You can go back into the audience when you're done. And I love that Clubhouse gives the audience that freedom that the moderator can move people up into the stage 
or back into the audience and the audience member can remove themselves back to the stage. I also like that you are invited to speak. You are not necessarily pushed up on the stage unless you are, unless you agree to go up on stage, basically. You know, feel free to lurk, feel free to listen to different rooms, feel free to sort of get a handle for the culture. Um, I think one of the things I really like about the culture is that it is so information driven, at least in all of the rooms I've been in, people are really sharing good information. They are there to help people. They are there to show up. They are there to create community. I I know that they must exist, but I have not been in a room that has been salesy or spammy in any way. I've been in rooms that were poorly moderated, where the moderator made me roll my eyes and leave. But that's super easy. You can leave rooms and it doesn't hurt the, the structure of the room to leave the room. So if you want to pop in and out of five or six different rooms, sort of get a feel for what you like, what you don't like, you can totally do that. The other thing that I think is really interesting about Clubhouse is that main hallway where everything is listed. It is different for everybody. That's what the developers have said is that everybody sort of gets a different hallway, but it's based on who you follow and who you interact with. So make sure that you are following people that you want to interact with. In some Facebook groups, I've seen follow for follow as sort of like connect with me on Clubhouse. And that's really a trash strategy, no matter where you are. And if you do it on Clubhouse, you're going to end up being shown all of these rooms for for these people that you might not even have any interest in knowing anything about. So be selective about who you follow, really use it as a chance to connect. The other thing I like about Clubhouse is that it is very often you will hear the, the panelists and the speakers say, you know, send me a DM connect with me over on Instagram, because they're really there to make a connection. They're not there necessarily to just spam and sell, right? And I have seen so many amazing connections. It's just, it really brings home how important it is that we are getting outside of our bubble, that we are networking, that we are getting into the world in whichever way we can, especially during COVID, because you really, you really do never know who has the next connection for you. Um, I was in one room and you know, somebody who needed a specific funding option, the, another person in the room had the exact link that they needed. And so they were able to move their business forward. And it just took less than 30 seconds. And that sort of discovery and that sort of magic that's happening in Clubhouse is one of the things I am really, really enjoying about it. So why am I talking about Clubhouse? Well, first of all, I like to know about new platforms because I need to guide my clients on whether or not that's a good choice for them. I'm not somebody who chases new and shiny things. I might have downloaded the TikTok app, but I've never danced on there. You know, and it took me a long time to even get on Instagram. I was not an early adopter for Instagram. What I'm really liking about Clubhouse is the opportunities for connection with an audience that's completely different than what you're used to. And obviously, as you know, the people in your world join Clubhouse, that will change. That structure will change. Every time I get on Clubhouse, I meet people that I never would have met. I know this. I never would have met them. I never would have connected with them in any other way. It's just the magic of what happens in the rooms and the showing up and the conversations that happen and really listening and being able to ask questions and give feedback. It's just a really unique thing. And so that's why I'm really enjoying Clubhouse. I think right now, especially with everybody home, like I mentioned earlier, that kind of idea that you can have this conversation with somebody Um, Somebody described it a little bit like chat roulette, which I can see a little bit of that. But the fact that as a as a content creator, when I am up on stage, when I'm moderating a room, I have control over who is speaking or who is up on the stage with me. So like the trolls are there. Um, I've never been in a room where that's been a problem. 
I know that Clubhouse is working hard to have basically a zero tolerance policy on trolls and that kind of thing. And so instead of a lot of times, I know that when people go live, you know, like on Instagram or their Facebook, they kind of worry, like, what is somebody going to say? What if somebody is like spamming my post? It makes me feel weird. With Clubhouse, that doesn't really exist because there's no text option. And you, if you're speaking and unless somebody else is on the panel, you get to decide who's talking, right? And so I think that's just such a different experience and it feels a little bit safer when you're speaking. Um, the rooms that I have been in, like I said, have been incredibly supportive. They have been incredibly collaborative and I just find that really, really appealing. And obviously, you know, not every room is going to be like that, but I have, feel like I really lucked out in being in some really great rooms. And of course, with every shiny new object, what are the downfalls? I think probably the biggest one with Clubhouse is that it can be a serious time suck. Because unlike a podcast where you know it's a 45-minute commitment that you're going to listen to, you can turn it off, you can pause it, you can come back to it when you have more time. With Clubhouse, nothing stays, uh, which I also feel sort of makes it a freer kind of space to speak and to sort of try out ideas and maybe work on your pitch. And then if it's terrible, nobody has to know about it and it disappears once the room is closed. But that means that if you're not on it, you're missing out, which can definitely trigger some stress. Um, and it, a lot of times, you know, I'll open the app and there'll be rooms that I want to be in and I just can't in the moment. So I have learned to not open the app unless I'm in the space where I can commit time to it. So I think that's probably the biggest pitfall. Another thing, if you're like me and taking in information and learning is like your favorite thing and it gets you very excited, this app is basically like catnip because it's all information and it's all sharing and it's literally thousands of opportunities. So again, that's a pitfall. From a business perspective, I don't know that it has a lot of downsides at this point, other than it takes time and you need to be actually on the app. It's not something that obviously you can't schedule a voice conversation with a stranger. That doesn't even make sense. So you can't schedule it. You can't necessarily even plan it. It does take time, but you can set boundaries around that time, right? You can say, I'm going to be on here for an hour. If you run a room, you can say it's going to be open for an hour, or it's going to be open for two hours, and then it's going to close. I've seen that. That's very common. I have also seen rooms that have been open for six hours or 24 hours. And it's cool, but is there really ongoing value for you, or do you need to pull back a little bit? So I think that's something to keep in mind, too. So the pitfalls are that it takes a lot of time. It's super interesting. It's a It can be a huge distraction. But one of the benefits is that unlike Zoom, you can be anywhere in your house. You don't have to do your hair. You don't have to do your makeup. You can be in your car. A lot of people listen while they drive. You can enjoy this thing and you can connect with these people without necessarily worrying about how you look. Or And it's not as distracting. I find that just listening to the voice feels very pure versus listening to somebody on Zoom and then watching them fiddle or their background is distracting or their lighting is funny or the angle is weird. I find that super distracting on Zoom and it's harder for me to take in the information. So from an informational perspective, being able to take in the information just as an audio with zero visual is really nice. Being able to multitask, take in this information and do other things is also really nice because you're not being watched as you would be if you were on Zoom, for example. So I've gone over the what, the how, the why, the pitfalls. So the next question is, should Clubhouse be a regular part of your marketing? What do I think the future is for Clubhouse? What do I think it's going to be doing? Obviously, it is so new. I mean, technically, it's still in beta. So it's really hard to say this is going to be the next big thing or it's going to fail. 
um, which, both of which I've heard, right, from different people. I think for a certain type of person, Clubhouse is a really cool thing. One of the types of people, obviously, right now is that they have to have an iPhone. But beyond that, somebody who really likes taking in information, likes having interesting conversations, likes being able to help other people, Clubhouse works really well for them. I'm also hearing that Clubhouse is really great for marketing, for um, finding clients, for getting referrals. I have seen that in my own network and I have heard of it in expanded networks. My own tiny example is that somebody heard me speak on Clubhouse. It wasn't even speaking necessarily. I don't think about the marketing strategy work that I do with clients, but they went back to my Instagram, which, or my Twitter, I'm not sure where they went from. Um, and then traced it back to my website. They went around my website to my store where they purchased a guide that I had. Um, I think they purchased a launch guide that I have for sale in my store. And so that was a very easy sale and it was very exciting. And then the question, of course, is will that continue? Will Clubhouse continue to see this incredible meteoric rise that it has had through the fall, through December for sure? That's when I joined was in December. And it continues to grow now where many people in my network have heard of it and are learning about it and are using it versus when I joined in December when it was kind of a weird thing. And two weeks before I joined, I had never heard of it. Will that continue? I don't know. I think there's so much that is up in the air in the world in general right now, but especially with an app like this, it has an incredible growth rate that I can't even imagine how much stress the engineers are under as they try to keep it going and moving forward and adding all of the expansions and things. Will it continue to grow once Android users can get on it? Will it Will it crash? Will it become like Google Circles where only a handful of people use it, where only tech people use it, where only marketing people use it? You know, I don't know. But I do know that right now, I feel like it's a really good option to be on if you're in the service industry to make connections and referrals and sales and that kind of thing. And I think it's a really good app to be on if you are a smaller business owner and you're looking for information and for resources. Um, I will say that I have heard something said in rooms that are not true in for marketing things. And I have heard people share wrong information. So again, just like anywhere else in the world, you know, be aware of who you're listening to. Make sure that the person that you're listening to actually knows their stuff. Verify and vet what they tell you. And of course, if you hear something and you're like, I don't know if that's true, you're always welcome to send me an email and I will flush it out for you in case it's not true or let you know. Maybe it is. Maybe that's the right answer. So I think that's one other, I guess that could go under the pitfall section is that, you know, anybody can get a room. There's no vetting. There's no qualification period at this point. Anybody can get a room and say that they are an expert in something. So really the the burden is on you as a listener to make sure that what you're hearing is accurate information. So all in all, I think Clubhouse is a really good opportunity right now for business owners to connect, to get information, to get resources, to get feedback. I think that's one of the other cool things about Clubhouse is that everybody is trapped in their own house right now or in their own bubble. And we really, and as small business owners anyway, we really don't have that opportunity to get feedback and bounce ideas off each other or other people who understand what we're going through. Um, so I think Clubhouse is really helpful for that. And so I think that's one of the reasons it's doing really well right now and why I think it will probably continue to do well. Is it going to replace Facebook? Is it going to replace Instagram? Probably not. I mean, it's such a weird, con in comparison to the others, it's kind of a weird app. It doesn't really fit anywhere else. And I am really enjoying it. Now, of course, you know, Facebook, 
and Instagram have a long history of copying what other apps do and sort of working them into their own platforms. I think if that happened, then Clubhouse, you know, might see a drop in users, obviously. I think one of the things that would keep that from happening is that Clubhouse connects really different types of people and Instagram and Facebook, you're just going to be with the same people. So I think that's really why I'm really loving Clubhouse right now. So hopefully this answered some questions that you had about Clubhouse. Hopefully you have a little bit more knowledge. There is a blog post that I will link in my show notes that actually goes into detail, much more detail about the technical, like this is how you set things up. This is how you do things. Definitely check that out if you're not on Clubhouse. And even if you are, because there's some things that aren't super obvious, but are kind of cool once you figure them out. So hopefully this was helpful. If you have any questions, I would love to hear them. Just send me a message when at glenmontoya.com or DM me on Instagram. I'm always happy to connect. Thank you for listening. If you need marketing help, please reach out. You really don't have to do it by yourself. I love working with business owners and making marketing not scary.